0: It's not every day that you learn that you're probably a time traveler. Problem is, all the new information I'm learning just gives me more questions I need to answer. Hopefully this clopper fellow can help me tie things together. Back when I first started researching the chroniclers, the people at the ranch said that Cypress Securities knew something about them. But I never got around to following up on that. I am a little worried about Motion Inc. being mentioned on his business card though. If that's the same Motion that's supposed to work for the Chroniclers, I could be in trouble. Still, it's something I need to pursue. Clopper is probably my best lead other than Peasley. I hope he doesn't expect me to pay for my own lunch. From the looks of this place, I would probably have to take out a second mortgage. You're listening to The Redacted Reports, a Delta Green podcast.
1: When we last left River, he was enjoying a fine meal at a nice wine country vineyard with the CEO of Cypress Securities and Motion Incorporated, Mikhail Klopper. Mikhail Klopper seems to have quite a bit of information for River. And he asked a very important question. "Is What do you know of Operation Tarquin?
0: Oh, uh, that one. Well, I know that uh, it's a uh, pretty tightly kept secret, even among the people who usually know about things like that. Yes. Uh, so I, I don't know a whole lot of details, but I know that it happened apparently back during the uh, Second World War. This is correct, yes. And it seems to have something to do with the Chroniclers.
1: You could take out the word seems. It has to do with the Chroniclers.
0: Well, I'd love to hear more.
1: Long ago, before I was in position at Security, a group was able to secure a piece of land in Australia... That land held a large ruin, and it was a magnificent building and campus with all sorts of outbuildings and vaults, halls longer than you could imagine. When that was secured, we had found that there was something else there. There was something deeper. We learned of a concept called the construct. The construct is this fascination of how things are built, how things are positioned. The intelligences that we found there were beyond anything that mankind could imagine. It talked about how the world was created and what was still to come. Now, these previous beings were dubbed the Chroniclers, as it seemed as though that they had a long-standing history of recording history. I thought I said the same thing twice. Now there were many different types of hyper-dimensional extruded intelligences there, something like a conscience without uh, actual physical form. They transcended what we know of time. It's not an easy thing to understand, time. Takes a sip of his wine.
0: Yes, uh... People have wrote many novels about the complications of time and time travel. If that's what we're talking about here. I
1: think it is our hubris to think that it is time travel. and They just perceive time as a different thing. I mean, if you could simply just move back and forth as if you were walking through a door, would that be a time travel or would that just be their life, their that perception? Well, it is
0: travel of a sort, but I, I think I see your point. I
1: believe that we do not yet understand the time travel aspect of it, and that is why we are hung up upon it, why that is our goal at times. Right now, though, our goal as it has been for the last 70 years, is to glean as much from this library, because we have gained quite a bit of information. My question though, and this is a question I ask you because you are a learned man, why would a race of explorers freed from space, time, concern themselves with constructing a physical library only to abandon it 350 million years later? Where did they go? Did they go somewhere? He sits back and you see that he's got a bit of a wry smile after that last comment.
0: Well, 350 million years, there you go talking about time again.
1: Yes, but why did they go away? Or did they go away?
0: Well, I certainly can't answer that. although. I would lean toward the idea that they didn't go away. Maybe they just went somewhere else.
1: What if they are still here, but we cannot perceive them?
0: Have you seen these
1: beings? No. Have you? I have. He leans forward and tenses fingers in front of his face. Ooh, now this is interesting. What can you tell me? What what do they look like?
0: Oh, I... What do they smell like? Oh... Honestly, I... I I wasn't really thinking much about smells at the time. They look like something alien. Sort of triangular bodies and tentacles and... Except that's not really... I mean, that's accurate, but it's not complete. I don't think I can really put their description into words very well. Hmm.
1: Are they... Were you able to touch it?
0: I'm not certain.
1: I have seen images within the Great Library. And what you said is very similar to an image that I have seen. It was a... a cone of sorts, with arms and tendrils that came off of it. Each one of those sometimes were holding a machine, or a stylus, or some instrument, if you will.
0: Yes, that, uh, that sounds very familiar. You must understand I had a very brief
1: glimpse. Ah, but you, you have, having a brief glimpse, he sits back and rubs his temple a bit. You having a brief glimpse, is, that has made this meeting so much more invaluable.
0: Well, I... Glad I could help you. I uh, was wondering if you could help me with some questions as well. I am a businessman,
1: and I understand the quid pro quo. You provide me with something, and you have. I will provide something in kind. I think this is a amiable agreement, don't you?
0: Seems that way.
1: If not, at least we are having a wonderful dinner and discussing things that very few people understand, and we speak about it together. That creates a bit of a bond between us, yes? Oh, I hope so. I like you, Redacted. What is it that you would like to know?
0: Oh. Start with, I noticed on this business card, the name Motion Incorporated. I was curious as to uh, how you came to pick that particular name.
1: It was a recommendation by one of our researchers the researcher mentioned that the term motion is a item that appears many times within the text from what we're translated it is named in honor of that
0: i thought as much yes i have encountered that uh, particular word quite a bit myself do you know what it refers to Maybe we can
1: compare notes on this. It is of the belief that motion is the host of servants and the actions of those servants from the chroniclers.
0: Yes, they speak of putting things into motion for the events they are most interested in.
1: Almost as though they are setting up or a cleanup crew at times.
0: Yes, uh, I'm a bit unclear on that. Uh, Some of the information I got uh, makes it seem like they are trying to achieve a particular outcome. But others just say that they're...
1: And say that they're neutral? Uh, This is why I believe they are still here. There are many things that we have found and have interpreted or translated of events that are about to happen or just recently happened and there is many times coincidences prior to the events that either keep people away or send people to them i wonder if it is a way of a forced neutrality but not truly like they have a goal or an agenda but i do not know what it is
0: well That is a question I do not know the answer to either.
1: Should we even be allowed to think of what it is? I mean, for something that has been around for an aeon and has watched us since we've grown from tadpoles out of the tide pools. Can we understand it?
0: We can try. So I take it that you and your people have only visited the the complex in Australia?
1: Yes, we have not located any other locations elsewhere, though we do look. It seems as though that there are some places that have been put into motion, but are then taken out of motion thereafter.
0: Yes, uh, sometimes they just seem to pop in and out, willy-nilly. But there may be other places that are more permanent. I believe so. That is what I know of. That
1: is our name. Did you wish for more?
0: Well, on a more personal note, um, my friend Javier Castillo, he's an employee of yours? Yes. Might I ask how he came to work for you?
1: I believe a headhunter. Our human resources department reaches out to many folks. Um, We post on many various uh, job posting sites and if someone has skills that we could utilize, they are screened and interviewed and brought aboard. He possessed a knowledge already of what was going on.
0: So it seems. And uh, what sort of work was he doing for you?
1: He smiles a wolfish smile. He is a forensic scientist. He was looking into things. Looking into all
0: sorts of things. But particularly things related to the library?
1: Yes. It seems as though there are a few points here that have been marked, but we have not been able to find them. They seem to shift and move. One of them was a mine. We had spent some time there. It is connected to a cave system that is a bit of a tourist attraction.
0: Really? How fascinating.
1: Yes. Yes, he was. He spent some time there, as did his some of his colleagues.
0: And what did he learn there?
1: Unfortunately, not much. Or if he has, he hasn't given us the report yet. I'm sure that his project manager will ask him for an update.
0: I'm sure. He is uh, having some health issues at the moment. Uh, he might be a bit fuzzy on uh, what he remembers. Ah, uh, that is sad.
1: To lose memories, to lose knowledge.
0: Yes. I feel that I should caution you that uh, those who do manage to find the library, the current library, I mean, when they return, the chroniclers may have influence over them. They may not be what they seem to be. Should be cautious about that sort of person. Is.
1: Mr. Castillo, one of those people?
0: I am concerned that he might
1: be. All right. I do not wish to lose a valued employee. Do you believe that his information can still be utilized?
0: I'm certain it can be useful, but uh, I wouldn't necessarily take it at face value. It may be. It may not be.
1: When you speak of this as a... Are you speaking from first-hand experience?
0: More second-hand, really.
1: Okay. Do you know more people that have visited the library? Uh, I do. Would you be willing to uh, discuss with them to have a meeting with us? I'm not trying to force upon them, and they will be compensated for their time.
0: I'm certainly willing to pass a message on.
1: Well, you have my... My business card. And he he reaches into a pocket and withdraws a business card holder and hands you over three business cards, all identical. I believe that uh, this should satisfy you. If need be, then we can provide more. I will be here for a little bit more time.
0: Well, thank you. This has been a fascinating conversation. I concur. I wonder... Have you ever heard of somebody being referred to as a rogue?
1: Uh, I am sometimes called a rogue myself. And he, and he strokes his beard. I mean, I have came up through business and did not necessarily come up through the most uh, kindest ways. I see. Do you mean in a
0: different sense? Yes, uh, something specific to those people we are talking about. Or entities, if you prefer. Now that you think about it, yes.
1: There have been a few items that have mentioned rogues before, but I don't have much information. I could see if we can get a, uh, get the information. Now, I do not know it myself, but I could could ask someone
0: from our research team to uh, look into it. Ah. What I know, or have been told at least, is that rogues are not allowed in the library. What I would like to find out is what makes somebody a rogue. Oh well,
1: I could certainly have them look into that. I have no problems with doing so. Would you care if I were to contact you back with that information?
0: Uh I would be most appreciative.
1: Sorry, I do not know off the top of my head. I try to I try to become familiar with everything that I am involved in. It is how you succeed. You become an expert in the thing that you are doing.
0: Ah uh, yes. Unfortunately, you can't be an expert at everything, can you? No, but you can die trying. Not a bad goal. He takes a
1: bite of the main course that he's been nibbling on the entire time. This is a lovely restaurant, yes?
0: Uh, yes. Not something I could normally afford. Mm, But would you want to come back here?
1: Perhaps. Well, Mr. Harris, if you would like to bring yourself and your wife here for dinner... I will make sure that it is on the house. You will have access to anything on and the menu. You would not have to worry about a thing.
0: That's very generous.
1: He smiles and takes another bite and washes it down with a very fine wine. So, um, unless you have anything else, I believe our business conversation is uh, exhausted, at least upon my end. Or unless you have more to, to tell me.
0: Ah, not the moment.
1: Did you have any other questions for me?
0: Uh, no, I don't think so. I'll be sure, to, be sure to let you know if I think of something. Excellent.
1: Well, let us enjoy this. Enjoy this fine food and wine. And we shan't miss out on having dessert. It is decadent. I'll need to make sure that I take my diabetes pills later on.
0: Oh, careful with that.
1: Ah, it is a, uh, It is a hazard of living the good life and genetics.
0: Mm. Well, that's unfortunate.
1: We all can't be perfect. And with that, the rest of the meal goes on. There is some small talk to be had. He's able to pull you into some small talk because you're not the most small talky kind of person, but his charisma kind of carries that. After dessert, he stands up as you're ready to go. I look forward to seeing with you.
0: Yes, I would look forward to speaking with you again as well.
1: You have my number in your phone. You are certainly welcome to call me anytime that you like. And please take upon the hospitality. Come to this house. The food here is, as you've seen, amazing. And it will be a nice anniversary dinner. Thank you. Quite welcome. And so you head outside and head to your car. Did you get the answers that you wanted, or do you now have more questions?
0: Oh, I've got some of the answers I wanted. Some of the questions uh, I planned to ask, uh, I reconsidered because I didn't want to give him too much information.
1: So where to now, Agent River?
0: I think next is the, uh, the conversation that I have not been looking forward to at all. I think it's time to head for St. Joseph's.
1: It's later on in the evening, and by the time you get to St. Joseph's, it will be about 7 p.m.
0: I will go in and see if uh, they are allowing visitors at this hour.
1: You find good parking, and you walk in, and the attendant at the desk looks up at you. Oh, hello. What can I do for you?
0: Uh, Hello. Um, I was wondering if I could visit a patient here. Which patient? Julio Castillo. Okay. Mr. Castillo is on the
1: third floor. Is he expecting you? Uh, no. Okay. If you allow me a moment, I will uh, contact to see if he is able to, to accept any visitors at the moment. Thank you. She gets on the phone, uh, speaks quietly into it. and um, please, Please have a seat. All right. A few moments later, a large orderly comes out of one of the closed gated doors, one of the closed locked doors. Someone's here to see uh, Julio Castillo? Yes, that's me. All right, Mr. Castillo is accepting a a visitor. You do need to sign in over here.
0: All right, I will go sign in.
1: All right, come with me. And as they take you up the elevator, they go through uh, some standard protocol. The orderly opens up the doorway into the main hall of the dormitory, where you see there's a lot of folks sitting around watching a TV that's up on the wall. The smell here is antiseptic. The off-white, yellowing walls. It's clean, but with a hint of grime. The orderly motions for you to sit down at one of the tables, and you see that there is a puzzle being put together. I'm gonna go get Mr. Castillo. Uh, Wait right here for a moment. Okay. You see movement out of the corner of your eye, and you see a lanky fellow come by, and is now sitting on the back of the chair, with their feet in the seat, looking down on you. Hey. Hello, Jackson. How are you? I'm fine. Haven't seen you in a while.
0: No, I guess you haven't.
1: So I heard you went to the mountains, huh? Oh, I go to the mountains a lot. No, no, you went to the big bad mountains. Go to the big, bad mountains, way over there you were in you were in lang, weren't you?
0: you always know what's going on, don't you oh i've got my i've
1: got my ears to the wall and my eyes to the window because i am not allowed to go outside.
0: you ever been to lang?
1: Nope, and from what I hear, I don't want to go there either. Big fucking spiders don't like spiders; they itch the back of their neck
0: no, mm, uh, I don't mind small spiders, but uh. The big ones, though, right? Yeah, above a certain size is just creepy. It's kind of like catching
1: a Pokemon. I don't know where I'm going with that, but yeah, it's kind of yeah, it's just big and scary.
0: So what are you doing here? Oh, I wanted to talk to you, Leo.
1: Oh, all right. Hey, met your buddy. Uh, which one? Tim. Tim the Enchanter.
0: (laughs) Is that what you call him? Yeah, yeah. Has he enchanted anybody?
1: Uh, He's quite enchanting. He's got some stories. His stories. So many stories. But you know what? I'm used to it. I'm used to the stories. He'll do good here. He'll do good here. He'll do good here.
0: I hope he has a uh, peaceful life.
1: Yeah, I don't know. He's got a whole lot going on up inside
0: his head. Yeah, he's not the only one. That's
1: true. I mean, look at you. You're still here. Well, you'll be in here sooner or later, I know it. I mean, that's okay, you're, you're kind of cool. Ooh, hey, look! Reaches down, puts a part of the puzzle together.
0: <laughs> that fit.
1: Oh, hey, there's your boy. Good to see you again. Same. Be safe. Oh yeah, hey, 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 look at me. Yeah? Not enough mirrors is dangerous, but too many mirrors is perfect. Sometimes you can get lost in that. You know how it goes on, like, for infinity, 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 and go beyond?
0: Infinity and beyond! Now watch it. Disney will come after you. Ooh, yeah. We don't want to piss off the mouse.
1: Okay. Julio comes over and get, casts a bit of a side eye at, at Jackson. Uh, oh, it's good to see you. Hello.
0: Hi, Julio. How you doing? I've been doing okay. So I understand you were, uh bit worried about me and your brother
1: yes yeah i am um, i had a dream i had a dream that you and javier were were out in the forest and then javier fell into a tree i know it sounds crazy they don't like that word here but i know it sounds weird man but he fell into a tree and you fell into a giant puddle and disappeared and in the dream it had, there was a sign, like a big wooden sign, and it and it said woods more woods? Merrwoods. Woods. Think that's the I think that's the Redwood the Redwood place up north, the park, right?
0: Yes it is. Well, uh Well you weren't entirely wrong about that. Uh Javier uh was up there and I don't know if he fell into a tree, but he got a little bit scratched up. How's he doing? Uh, he's he's doing okay. Just saw him uh, a couple days ago. Good.
1: <sighs> I really wish you would come visit. Um, Mike, do you do you remember our time in the mine?
0: Uh, no, I don't. You were in the mine too, were you?
1: Well, um, I I was working the mine. I was the one that told Javier about it, and he told you, and then you. Went down because they they had a borehole and they were dumping stuff in there. I'm oh man, it's all a bit foggy, but I remember that. Do you remember that?
0: Um, I don't really remember any of it.
1: I think when they bored down deep, they awoken something. I, again, I know that sounds weird. Awoken it or 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 opened up something or or what but i mean you disappeared javier and 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 cesar they came by we tried to find you and you ended up in the moaning caverns miles away i don't you know cesar was the computer programmer and he talked about some kind of machine that was down there, but I don't remember it. Do you remember a machine?
0: No, I don't.
1: Damn. Hang on. He gets up and hurries away from you. You think he's running back to his room. As he's gone, you see a tall man with a olive wreath, balding pate haircut, dressed in a white doctor's jacket, slacks, and bunny slippers.
0: It's Dr. Bromley, isn't it? It is Dr. Bromley, yes. Comes over. Oh, hello. Good to see you. Welcome. Hey, what's up, Doc?
1: <laughs> oh. You don't carrots aren't necessarily good for your eyes. That was all made up by the by the British military to uh because they were shooting people because they had radar. How about that?
0: Yeah. Who would believe that sort of story? So do you believe yourself to be a rabbit? I do not. Hmm, Then why are you in here? I'm visiting Julio.
1: Oh, okay, good, because I don't have you down for an appointment. You should make an appointment to see me next time, because my services don't come free, you know. Uh, okay. Mm, Good lad. Patchy on the shoulder and walks off as Julio returns with a small notebook. Um, here. This might help. And it's one of those small... Like, 5x7 notebooks. You open it up, and on the first page, there is a drawing of a triangular creature with tentacles. It's poorly drawn. You also see there is a... On the next couple pages, there are more drawings. One of the drawings it looks like a computer screen. Did Did you draw these? Yeah, they're not that great, but... It's what I could remember, and when the medicine doesn't make my hand shake, I'm able to draw better. It's just that the medicine I'm on most of the time now. But these are what pop up in my dreams. Okay. Can you use them? Do you think it'll help you? Am I? Can I be helpful? Might be. When you flip to one of the pages, you see a rough drawing of the cable that Javier gave you.
0: What's this? Uh, That's
1: just a scribble. Just something that came into my head.
0: Well, that looks weird.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think it's like a whip or something, or snake. Might be a snake. Look at it. It's got like a big head over here and a, a tiny little thing. Maybe that's a stinger at the bottom there.
0: Mm, maybe.
1: I don't know. I'm. I try to remember stuff, but when I do, I'm only getting like bits and pieces in my in my dream.
0: Do you remember the time in the cave? No, can't say I do.
1: Damn. I think we called you in because there was a borehole. Yeah, there was a borehole, and they were, they were dumping stuff into it, and something happened with that. I think something awoke, or it opened up something to someplace else.
0: Well, sounds pretty scary. Yeah. But it's all settled now. They took care of it.
1: Okay, good. Hey, you have a bookcase at home? Yeah. The bookcase that's, that's near your, your mantel? What about it? There's a a little blue book, there. You know, it's it's it's, yeah, a hardcover blue book. What about it? Um, it's the it's gold foiled. It has a weird octagon pattern on the front because the pattern on the front is like the library's stamp.
0: Does this ring a bell with me at all? No. I didn't think so. Um, go uh, you shouldn't have that. Really? Is is it overdue? I don't think you even filled out the paperwork for it. Well, maybe I forgot. I don't think you're allowed to even take it out. Well, I hope I don't get in trouble for it.
1: I hope not. Can you see if when Javier's well, can you can, can 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 both of you come by? We could play a board game or just sit and watch TV. I would,
0: I miss my brothers. Sure. I'll I'll let them know that you want to see him. And uh, we'll try to come up with a time for that. You heard anything from Cesar? I appreciate it. Cesar is dead. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, I
1: don't want to lose Javier. Like I lost Cesar.
0: No, neither do I.
1: (sighs) Mike, do you remember anything in the, in the caves?
0: No, nope, I'm afraid not.
1: I'm racking my brain about it too. But, you know, oh, hey, look, Jeopardy's coming on.
0: Okay. Well, you don't 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 worry too much about it, okay? Everything's fine.
1: Okay. sounds good.
0: Well, I I better get heading home. But it's been good to talk to you.
1: Same. Same. I'm I'm glad you came. I hope hope I can see you soon.
0: Yeah, me too. Come back.
1: As you get up to leave, as you're about to exit, you hear from your right, Hey there, asshole. Is
0: it Ellis? It is. Hey, they taking care of you?
1: That's a word for it.
0: Sorry, that was probably badly phrased.
1: (sighs) What bring you, did you come to mock me?
0: No, I have no reason to mock you. Act is, I'm here to see You know I can't leave, right? I know. This is almost
1: like a jail.
0: It's more comfortable than a jail, though, I hope.
1: Yeah, I guess. I just want to see my kid again. I know you do. He gets a little bit closer to where he's, he's chest to chest with you and his head is over your shoulder. And you denied me that. You and your friends. But I'm here so I can find more ways. He steps back, looks at you in dead the eyes. I will find a way to see him again.
0: That's not the way to do that.
1: You have no, no stand to lecture me. And he turns and walks off. The orderly opens up the door, and Dr. Bromley, Hey, don't forget to schedule your next appointment there, redacted.
0: Uh... Yep, thanks.
1: And the orderly just giggles and pushes the button down and you head down to the lobby of of St. Joseph's Hospital.
0: And I breathe a sigh of relief as I walk out the door.
1: You get a message from Dr. Peasley. Please contact me as soon as possible. I am inquiring about the adapter. Please bring the adapter to me as soon as you can.
0: I'm going to uh, ponder that as I drive home. (laughs) Okay.
1: You arrive home in no time. Traffic is pretty light on this day. Jen is cleaning up some dishes, and Katie is working uh, outside. You hear a little bit of banging in the the shed.
0: I'm going to go check the bookshelf next to the mantel.
1: Right where he said it would be, You find a small hardcover blue book um, that's been gold foiled and on the front is a strange octagonal pattern. When you see the image of the octagonal pattern, your mind races and you get these flashes of the library, large doors, large conical creatures by desks with immense books made of metal and stone. And then you get an image of you holding this book up so you could look at it and then it you move quickly to the door of the library your vision clears and you're staring at the book just like you were in your image
0: wow fancy that i want to read it but i don't want to read it Uh, no no what would river do i will open the book
1: Wondrous Visions of the Library of Heaven by Carl B. Ibstad. The first line. To those who came before, to those that will come after, everything is in motion, even what is still.
0: I'm Seth Jones,
1: and I play River. I'm Dan Voschkevich, the handler. Our story is based upon the role-playing game Delta Green by Art Dreams Publishing. Delta Green is created by Dennis Detweiler, Adam Scott Glancy, and John Scott Tynes. Back in Bedlam is an original story created by me, Dan Voskiewicz, with assistance from Seth Jones. If you like our story, there are a few ways you can support us. First, you can check out our Patreon page, www.patreon.com slash TheRedactedReports. Patrons of our podcast will receive early access to episodes, Rowan's written reports for each story, as well as other goodies and opportunities exclusives to our patrons. We offer special thanks to our $20 and up patrons, Steven Schwartz, Director Ryo, Jonathan Powell, Tom Padula, M.S. Aznakar, Heather Ney, Jen Obertaz, Jake Blair, Bomb Clancy, Kit Thompson, Danny, Lady Benaville, Sherrick Manning, Red Dead Coquette, Blardimus, Ginger Fury, Dr. Christian Lehman, Kate, DB, Eli the Kraut, Miki Maki, Robbie Nowell, and, the entity some have called... George, if you can't support us directly, that's okay. Please support us by telling people about us. Leave a review wherever you get your podcast and follow us on all the usual social media sites. Also, check out our website, www.theredactedreports.com. All of our handouts are archived there. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can reach out to Agent Harker through the contact form there. The Redacted Reports is edited and produced by Tiana Hansen and is distributed by Quest and Chaos. If you like what you hear with us, please give Quest and Chaos YouTube and Twitch channels a visit. They play Dungeons and Dragons and Call of Cthulhu on a weekly basis. Join us next week. Because a single inky black wing propels a hunter through the darkness of night and eyes way too many eyes peer at us from the abyss, waiting for us to let down our guards so they can consume our puny existence and subjugate the remainder of us in the name of the Old Gods.